Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Welcome to Curious Freedom Podcast with Kirsty Faruja and friends. And this week, my friend is back and it's Belinda. Hey. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Vin? Today, we are getting curious about habit stacking. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I spoke about this with PJ on the PJ podcast a couple of weeks ago. And so we thought that we would expand on it today in this podcast. And we have had loads of requests over the years on habits. And that this is a broad stroke touch on habits and one hack that you can use to help you. So what is habit stacking, Belinda. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. So some of you may already actually do this and just may not know what it's called, which was my case. I realized I already did it when someone explained it to me. And others of you might be like, what on earth are you talking about? So habit stacking is a way to help you build new habits by capitalizing on your old ones. So by combining multiple tasks together, you can become more efficient with how you use your time and create new habits for yourself without having to start from scratch, which is always a bonus. Uh, You also are much more likely to create habits that stick because you're just adding to something you've already created. Mm. So that is very appealing for me. (laughs) I don't like starting things from scratch at all. I love to take things and just improve upon them and refine them. So yeah, this to me, this is a really awesome way of digging into habits. And, you know, there's so many things we could talk about with habits, but I feel like habit stacking, as you said, Curse is a great hack to be able to to get into. Mm. We know many of you love James Clear and you may have read his book, Atomic Habits, or listened to it. It's on my Audible list. So I much prefer listening to nonfiction books at the moment, in particular on Audible. And he talks about habit stacking in his book and he's got a blog on it and we're going to just read a little bit out from it. So the reason habit stacking works so well is that your current habits are already built into your brain. Mm. You have patterns and behaviors that have been strengthened over the years. By linking your new habits to a cycle that is already built into your brain, you make it more likely that you'll stick to a new behavior. 
And he goes on to say that once you've mastered this basic structure, you can begin to create larger stacks by chaining small habits together. This allows you to take advantage of the natural momentum that comes from one behavior leading into the next. So we both love the idea of taking what you already have and improving on it. So Belinda, tell me about a habit stack that you do. Yeah, yeah. So there's a few in the morning. The one which I think we've probably talked about most on the podcast a lot is uh, while the kettle's boiling, uh, unpacking the dishwasher. So it's a great idea to sometimes time yourself to see how long things take. And one of those cool things is the kettle acts like a timer, really. (laughs) So for myself, I turn the kettle on and unpack the dishwasher. And that habit has now stuck because I just started to do it over and over and over. So that works really well for me. Another one that I like to do is if I've got something that I want to do and something I have to do, I'll go, oh, I'll drink my coffee and then I'll do the thing I have to do. So hang out the washing or tidy the playroom or something like that. So kind of combining something you really enjoy with something that needs to happen for myself. I find that's a good way. Mm. Awesome. I'm just trying to think of the ways that I (laughs) am such a haphazard person. (laughs) I don't have much routine, like, and that's not entirely true, but I feel like when I look at my week, I'm like, oh, things are different every day and every Monday is different. And there's some things that aren't different. You know, I take my kids to their after school activities on a Monday. Mm-hmm. And so there are things that I can build into that, like, oh, I'm going to catch up on my favorite show while I'm waiting for the kids in the car park. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's no, every day can be different in our family. So yeah, I'll go to the gym at different times, depending on what's happening for everybody else in the house. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can't have it stack even when you have a life that isn't as predictable as some other people's. And so, you know, some of the, some of the habit stackings that you may already have is you may brush your teeth and floss your teeth at the same, like you may, the brushing of the teeth may remind you to floss or the flossing of your teeth may remind you to (laughs) brush your teeth you may take off your clothes and put them in the laundry basket and see that it's full and that might prompt you to go and do a load of washing and so that's what we're talking about when something triggers you to do something else Yep. Yeah. It do- it doesn't have to be like, I know I'm much, I am a creature of habit. So for me, it's really good. I like that predictability, but at the same time, I don't need to turn the kettle on to make myself unpack the dishwasher. Yes. It's just something that's a helpful thing for myself with time management. So if you have those small pockets of time, that's where I think habit stacking in this way, which we're talking about, it is really, really useful where you, you're sitting in the car, you've had to get to school early to get a good parking spot waiting for your kids to pick them up. And you're like, oh, I've got this time. I could maybe watch a show on my phone or something like that. Or, hey, why don't I spend the next 15 minutes decluttering some photos? Or it, it's kind of how I like to think of it is how can I use this small pocket of time that I've got? Sometimes the best way you can use it is just to simply rest 
and sit outside and listen to the birds <laughs> because we can get so much into our devices and into our to-do lists. And I, for one, can become a little bit ambitious with the number of things I try and squeeze into my day. <laughs> so there's that caution there. Don't try and add too many things in at once because you'll end up burning the dinner and setting the smoke alarms off in your house. Has that happened to you? Oh, just a few times. (laughs) And we have really high ceilings, so it's really quite amusing if anyone walks in when I'm jumping up and down trying to fan the smoke alarms to turn them off because I'm not overly tall. So it it becomes quite the ordeal. So, yes, I don't suggest adding too many. It also means that something's burnt a bit for the smoke to rise. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I need to get our um, exhaust fan in the kitchen looked at. It's Maybe it's yeah. not working properly. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or it's user error. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> but habit stacking is really, really helpful when you're wanting to add something in and when yeah. you're wanting to create a new habit. Like how can you tie it together with something else that you already do? Like, for instance, yeah. I do want to have a protein shake when I come home from the gym. So it is making that a habit okay like when I come inside and then I need to go straight to the kitchen so I can make the protein shake before I head into the shower or before I head out to take kids to school and that's where it's like you've got to think about is that even a necessity for you? Like what what is it that you're trying to build in and how Mm. can you tie it and how can you make it a habit so that you're not like, oh my gosh, I forgot to take my vitamins today. And (laughs) oh my gosh, I forgot to even take the clothes out of the washing machine today. (laughs) And that's fine if you do all of those things, but it's Mm. like you're wanting to building a good habit how can you and this is one way you can do it yeah absolutely and you know as as we said before as Kirst read out before from a quote from that article it's it's about you know your brain creates those pathways and then it gets rid of the ones that you don't use anymore and there's lots of technical terms but we'll just stick with that for now Yeah, so if you already have this pathway, this thing established in your brain, this pattern established in your brain, and then you just add a little bit on top of that, you sort of piggyback off of that to create a new one, you're more likely to make it stick because we all know it's tricky to create a new habit because you've got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it for a little while to create that new pattern in your brain. So if you're actually capitalizing on using the pattern already there, then you're setting yourself up for success. And it can be as simple as every time, I think you used an example similar to this when you were talking to PJ Kirst, you know, you want to go for a walk? Okay, I'm just going to grab the clothes off the line and just put them inside before I go for my walk. It could be as simple as if you want to regularly go for a walk, you could tie something else to that to help you achieve your goal. Hmm. And I think it can be the same when you're trying to unlearn a habit that you don't want to do. So for instance, for you you curious ones, it might be that you wish you could keep your kitchen bench clear, you know, other than when you're prepping food and doing the dishes, but it's not a place for piles of things to land. So that's your goal and that's what the habit that you're trying to do. So what do you need to put in place to stop that old habit of just dumping things you know do you need to find another place 
to put things that you can't deal with straight away? Do you need to put in a habit that, okay, after I've done the dishes at night, I'm going to make sure I clear off the bench completely or before I even start prepping for dinner, the bench gets cleared so that we can all sit up at the bench for dinner. Yeah. Or, you know, how can you unlearn a behavior and unlearn a habit by reverse engineering that? Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of examples that I was looking at in this article again, where he talks about putting new habits into the middle of like a current routine you have. So he's used one here that says, you know, your morning routine could look like wake up, make your bed, take a shower. And then if you want to develop this habit of reading more at night, say, for example, you could add that into your morning routine. So wake up, make your bed, put a book on your pillow and then take a shower. So you're actually setting yourself up. So when you come back to bed at night, it's already waiting for you to read. So I love that idea. And then thinking about unlearning a bad habit, if you're someone who really wants to make your bed every day, but you just never seem to get there because it's like at the end, maybe you could switch it up. So wake up, make your bed, then take your shower. If you're more likely to take your shower than make your bed, then pop that one to the end. So sometimes it's just having fun with thing. I know that's a strange way of having fun with habits, but it is. Sometimes it's having fun with with mixing things up. It keeps things interesting as well. Yeah. And like going back to the clearing the bench, you might feel like it's a waste of time clearing the bench before you start doing the dinner prep because you're just going to make it messy again. And maybe this is your thought pattern too, that when you get to the end of prepping dinner and and making dinner, the last thing that you can be bothered doing is clearing off a whole kitchen bench Yeah, because it's too overwhelming then because it's got all of the daily dumpings on it Mm -hmm. and the dishes. And so maybe you'll be more likely to be inspired to do the dishes straight away after dinner because all you're seeing on the bench is the dishes, not all of the dumping and all of the dishes. So absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It's just, it's, as been said, it's tricking your brain into, you know, like, let's just practice, let's just experiment and see how my brain reacts to having a clean bench. You know, I mean, one of the things that we always say is that you can see the stuff that you dump down on the bench when it's clear. Like I raced in this morning, I went and bought some new toys for my bird (laughs) this morning and I came in and dumped them on my desk because I had to come straight into recording this podcast. And I put them on my desk for a couple of reasons. I put them there to remind me to go and deal with it after I've finished recording because otherwise for me, when things are out of my sight, they're out of mine completely. (laughs) I'm like special (laughs) like that. And I didn't want to put them on the kitchen bench because the bird's right in front of the kitchen bench. So I thought that might be teasing the bird. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need Jasper to feature on the podcast just yet. No, (laughs) no. But the challenge is that I've got lots of things on my desk because all weekend I just put things on my desk for my to-do list. (laughs) So I put a few things. So now, like, yeah, the bird stuff stands out because it's nice and colourful, but it also doesn't because there's enough on my desk. Whereas if I'd put them on the bench, they would stand out on the bench because we don't Mm -hmm. have anything else on our bench at the moment. And so 
it's just experimenting with how it is that your brain works and what will yep. work for you. What what habits do you need to put it in at the beginning of a habit that you've already established? Do you need to put it in the middle? Do you need to switch it up so that you're actually achieving what it is that you're trying to achieve? Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Something that just came to mind was if you're a forgetful type of person or you have trouble remembering things, which would, I guess, come into the category of being a forgetful type of person, (laughs) well done, that this would be a really great hack for you. If you're someone you put the washing on and whether you put it in the dryer after the, the load is done or you hang it out but you, you usually forget and you've got to rewash that load of washing and, you know, there's no condemnation. We've all been there. Life gets busy and things happen and people need you, especially if you're a mom or, or a caretaker. So I think that maybe you could use this habit stacking to your advantage here where you go, all right, I'm going to drink my coffee and then I'm going to switch the washing over. I don't know if your washing machine's like mine, but mine tells me how long it's got to go. Uh, so I can always pop my head into the laundry. I'm lucky it's it's right off our kitchen so I can have my coffee and then go, oh, yep, i got two more minutes. The washing's going to be done. I'll finish my coffee and then I can hang it out or I can switch it into the dryer. So those things where you're like, oh, I forgot again or I forgot again, this could be a really helpful thing to have in your toolkit to help you be able to get the stuff done that has to be done and actually remember to do it. Mm. So... Why is it good to habit stack? Well, it helps you manage your time. As I just said, get the stuff done that that needs to be done. I think it also helps you to practice being intentional with your time because you're actually choosing how to use it. You're being thoughtful and being intentional with our time and our money and all the things is um, a really helpful skill to have in life and to be able to train our kids in and all that kind of stuff. And I think it also allows you to be more productive with your day. You know, there's so many studies out there that you can go Google and find them for yourselves. But, you know, if you make your bed first thing in the morning, you're generally likely to be more productive in your day and achieve more things because you've already achieved one thing. And then you kind of build on that and build on that momentum. So I think it is a helpful thing to help you stay on top of all the little things that need doing, even as much as you love cooking dinner every day or you, you know, sometimes you get to the point where, oh, it's just something that has to be done. So pairing it with something else can, I feel, help you get it done. Yeah. And I think it's good to for that rewiring of our brain. Like mm. it, it's the, a really cool hack. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. To, we should have called it habit hacking. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Rather than habit stacking. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Like it's a really cool way to train your brain that something's not that hard. 
Yes. When we look at something, like yep. we look like, oh, I want to go to the gym every day or like three times a week or whatever it is. Like, But when we're thinking about it as a whole or outside of any context, then it makes it really hard. Like it can seem overwhelming. It can be really yep. big. Like, yeah. But when you're putting it into context with other things and going, right, like that's just part of my morning routine. I wake, I set my alarm and I get up and then I come home, I have my protein shake. Or for me, you know, one thing I'm trying to do at the moment is I come home from the gym and jump in the pool straight away to get awesome. out that lactic acid <laughs> and then have the protein, then hop in the shower, then take the kids to school. And so putting it in the middle, like that swim in the middle of the routine is good. (laughs) And going to the gym is part of my morning routine because it's in the middle of after I wake up. (laughs) That's awesome. And the same with trying to cut out a bad habit. Like if you're making it part of in the middle of a routine, like say I'm trying to cut out sugar for my diet. So then when I'm going to do the shopping list, I'm looking at, well, do I need to put chocolates on the list? Do I need to put Moscato on the list? Cause they're all full of sugar <laughs> and being really <laughs> intentional with the habits that I'm trying to achieve. Like, okay, what is the sugar tied to? Well, it's tied to food and food is tied to my shopping. (laughs) Like, so if I'm trying to cut out sugar, then I need to be intentional about my shopping list. And then if I've not even got it on my shopping list and I know I've got it at the forefront of my mind when I'm actually in the shops and I'm not tempted to buy Tim Tams because (laughs) it's not on my shopping list. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I think that's great. I, I love that so much. I I just thought of one more example that's totally not related to food, but when a couple of years ago we did a whole house declutter and my part of the process that I found the trickiest was actually getting the donations out of the house (laughs) or out of the car. So at that time, my youngest was a baby, so I had a pram in the car usually and if I had a boot full of donations, then it forced me to have to drop those donations off because I couldn't put a pram in the boot. I couldn't do any grocery shopping because that wouldn't fit in the car either. So I used that little hack sort of association to force me because I had to be forced. I found it really tricky. And I know a lot Mm -hmm. of listeners can relate to that. You know, you've got the decluttering down, it's awesome, the organizing, but the actual getting the stuff to where it needs to go to complete that process can be really tricky. So I hacked that little part and was like, all right, the boot is so full. I have to drop these donations off. I don't have a choice because we need groceries and I can't fit them in the car or I need to take my baby somewhere and I need the pram. So it was a helpful way to force me to actually fully complete that task. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So how can we get curious about habit stacking? So what is some advice that you would give to people on how to get curious around this? First, I would say, come back to something I said before, don't be too ambitious. <laughs> just do one thing at a time. can be anything, but just pick one thing because it's a lot easier to add in one little habit instead of going, oh, well, actually, 
this habit I've already established takes like half an hour. So I'm going to add like five things in. I think you'll find that that's going to get a bit much and you'll end up with burnt dinner. So (laughs) just do one thing at a time and then see how that goes and then go, all right, well, actually that one thing now is working really, really well. Maybe build one more thing. So absolutely get curious about the kinds of things you can stack together, but I'd very much suggest just one at a time. Yeah. And I like you said before to time yourself on doing something. That's really helpful because then you can be (laughs) accurate in, okay, I'm going to have it stack, you know, putting a load of laundry on in the morning and then realizing that it really does only take you two minutes and you can probably fit that in before you take the kids to school. Yep. <laughs> Rather than going, oh, I'm like, laundry's going to take me like 20 minutes to even yep. do. And then, of course, you don't have 20 minutes in the morning or you mm. go, oh, I'm going to have to be one of those 5 a.m. <laughs> people to get the washing done. So yep. timing yourself and timing other people too, like that can be really helpful. Like, mm. You know, one of the habit stacks that I used to do when my kids were a little bit younger is we would say, right, I'm preparing dinner now. So kids, you need to start packing up whatever it is that you're playing with and you need to hop in the shower. And so timing the kids to see how long it actually takes them to pack up so that they're not like, oh, I'm not going to do that. It's going to take me too long. Like actually timing them and going, well, actually it really only takes you five minutes. Or if I give myself five minutes before I start cooking dinner, actually it takes us together. It only takes us five minutes to pack up their stuff before they jump in the shower and before I start doing dinner. Yep. So, yeah. And that's why like sometimes, you know, you can add that habit into the beginning, in the middle, at the end of whatever it is that you're already doing. And so don't think that it always has to be in the middle or after something that you've already done. Yeah, It can be before you do something. So before I start dinner, I'm going to get the kids to clean up their playroom or before they hop in the shower, they need to clean up. Yeah. Or even if you just get bored, just switch it around. Sometimes just switching things around can make it interesting again. I know I'm like that with furniture in our house. (laughs) So (laughs) just switch it all around and it feels good and interesting again. (laughs) Yeah, we just really encourage you to get curious about the things that you could be putting together. Like what, like what is it that you're trying to build a habit into? What is it that you're trying to build a habit out of? (laughs) And get playful and curious about how it is that that can be added into your day or into your week. You know, it doesn't have to be daily practice. It can be a weekly practice or a monthly practice. Just absolutely start. And we love if you could jump onto our Facebook community and tell us what your habit is you would like to include and how you've gone with your habit stacking. Because then when you share it with other people, we can all encourage each other. So we would love it if you could come over and share that with us. We would. And we have a review this week. Do you want to read it out, Ben? I would love to. This is from Mr. and Ms. Nata. Apologies if I've just butchered that. And the review is five-star review titled Thoughtful Words. I love listening along all things decluttering and organizing, but what is refreshing is the way that Kirsty and friends reframe and talk about decluttering, touching on the mindset and thoughts happening behind the decluttering the emotions, feelings, and challenges you may face and discussed with warmth, compassion, and understanding. Recommended to everyone. 
Thank you. Thanks. If you're enjoying this podcast, we would love for you to put a five-star review or any star review on your podcast player app. Yeah, our stats say that most people are listening on Apple Podcasts, but there are other whatever podcast player you're using to listen yep. to this there's usually an opportunity to leave a review and we would love to read out your review in future episodes so hit us up with some reviews and do you know what we're talking about next week yet belinda no <laughs> no <laughs> and <Not> that's yet. <laughs> cool <laughs> we can't wait for you curious ones to be joining us again next week with whatever it is that we're talking about mm. we may even have a guest we don't know mm. every day is an opportunity for new things to come along <laughs> it is well we have quite a few guests in the pipeline that i'm booking in so that's going to be very exciting mm. Can't, cannot mm. wait yeah so yeah come tune in again next week and until then have a lovely lovely time bye bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.